What's happening to chatters? Welcome to another episode of Coaching for Millennials. On today's episode, I want to talk to you about boundaries, how to set them, how to make sure you stay attached to them and making sure you stay true to yourself while maintaining these boundaries. Let's dive in. Are you struggling to find your purpose in life? Do you feel like something is missing and you need some guidance? Do you often feel unfulfilled with what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Well, I'm here to tell you, you don't have to feel that way anymore. I'm here to help you through your journey in life to gain clarity, find purpose, and passion. My name is Jose Miguel Longo. I'm a gay Hispanic, a husband, dog daddy, advocate for social justice, and DEI, ally for all LGBTQ+, a career and life coach, and millennial born in 1983. I have spent my time since the age of 14 working my way around the world of work. I know my God-given talents are to help those around me to gain clarity in their lives while finding their passion and purpose. For the last decade, I've spent my time coaching college students and alums from all three generations, X, Y, and Z, and designing their career stories and mapping what they want to do in their lives. Whether it's gaining clarity in who you are and what you're meant to do, learning to build a resume or write a cover letter, holding you accountable and building your career journey or designing your life. The podcast Coaching for Millennials is a how-to guide for all things career, life, and a sprinkle of everything in between. It is an all-inclusive space for meaningful conversations on topics happening in our world right now. It is a space for people to go on a holistic journey in uncovering their passion and purpose. I'm here for all generations, no matter what you identify as. If you're seeking to transition from a career industry or job to another, or ready to transform your life completely, I got you, boo. Whatever the fantasy you're trying to create, let me make it happen. If you're ready to start the journey to explore your passion and purpose, get focused on gaining clarity to transform you to a place that will fuel you, inspire you, and sprinkle some joy and laughter in between, it's time to dive into Coaching for Millennials. All right, chit-chatter. So boundaries is some a topic, I should say, that I think a lot of people always strive to talk about what their boundaries are while trying to maintain true to themselves in successfully staying true to the boundaries that they're setting. And I find it to be a really important topic of conversation, especially when people are trying to be true to themselves and looking to achieve certain goals and meet certain objectives um, for their for themselves as well as around people. The one one of the things that I find really important when it comes to talking about boundaries is setting an intention for what the boundary is and making sure that it's aligned to you as a person, to your values and what it is that you're trying to get out of creating these boundaries. Now, sometimes creating a boundary could be specifically to yourself that you're going to work on. Um, Other times, it could be specific to having a work-life balance. And then other times, it could be with people. And the most common one I think people oftentimes associate with is creating boundaries around people. But I think given the experience that we have gone through in the last 18 months in the world 
with a pandemic, a lot of people are trying to create boundaries around their work-life balance and boundaries around some relationships they have with work and the relationship of what they do. And the idea behind this conversation particularly is to help people create an awareness of how to stay true to those boundaries and making sure that they check themselves, so to speak, when they're not maintaining it. So, you know, what I would say is step one is having a really, really true sense of the intention behind this boundary and why are you setting this boundary? Um, This is going to require you to do some self-reflection for the purpose of the boundary and who is it for? Is it for work? Is it for people around you? Is it for relationships? Is it for yourself? And being able to make the list of why you're doing this boundary, what is the purpose and intent, um, what, how long do you think you plan on maintaining this? Is this, is this to be successful in achieving a short-term goal, a long-term goal? And how are you going to respond when you're triggered or something occurs that you feel like you can't stay true to this boundary? So let me provide some context and examples. The one that I'm going to associate is with work. So after returning from my medical leave, um, I went back to work almost two weeks ago and I had made a decision that I was not going to allow myself to put my work email on my phone. And in the past, we used to use Google um, for education, Google Apps for Education, and that was what our Google service provider was for email. And we just recently changed over. We migrated from Google to Microsoft 365. And the migration was not very successful and it created a lot of issues on my phone and my computer. And so my calendar wasn't syncing correctly. It became a shit show, needless to say. Now, I set the boundary for a couple of reasons. Number one, I knew that I'm a workaholic. It's one of the things that I do. I'm always on my phone and I'm always working. No matter where I am and what I'm doing, my life is work, but also... A lot of experiences and recent events that I've had at work, I needed to make sure that this was something I worked on for myself. So I took a self-assessment of what was the intention, how I was going to go about doing this, and how long it was going to be. For me, clearly this is going to happen and it's going to live this way until I leave my job um, and find a new one. Now, the intention was so that I can have a better work-life balance. When I'm not at work, physically... I should not be reading my emails. There's nothing happening in my job that could not be taken care of the next day. No one is dying. No one is losing a limb. Everything is based on the hours, the core hours of work between 8.30 and 4.30 or 8 and 4. And so that was intentional. And then in addition to that, I don't, I pay for my phone. My phone is my personal phone. My job does not provide me with a work phone. So for years, I've always had this behavior of allowing my work to be consumed in my personal life. And after the pandemic, I had allowed, well, during the pandemic, we all allowed um, our work to creep into our personal lives. We 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 became humans who were working from home. So... 
I, I knew going back into the office and going back in person, I did not want to do that. And so I've been very true to it. So my work email is no longer on my phone. So that's an example of what I did and the steps that I take. Um, the other forms of boundaries are, you know, when you take that self-reflection or that meditative action of maybe perhaps it's de- like, I should say, detoxifying relationships, okay? So there's always the boundary of who are the people that you're going to continue to have in your life um, post-COVID. Maybe there was a toxic relationship that ultimately you had to um, part ways and how you went about it and the process that you were going to um, kind of cut this person off or people's off. So that could be... Um, really challenging because with the example for the email, there was nobody that it impacted. But when you talk about people and relationships, there's an emotional attachment to that and understanding what your intention is and how you're going to about going to do this does not always happen as cut and dry as we may think it is. It may require you time to slowly detach yourself from this relationship or creating a boundary or a wall from the people or the person that you're trying to um, not continue to have in your life. So in this case, I encourage people to make a pros and cons list as to the intention on why they want to eliminate this relationship from their life. Um, the list is going to help you really see clear, clearly um, all the things that you may have been feeling or seeing. I always also encourage to ask somebody else who is close to you and knows the situation in your relationship to be able to help you make the best decision so that you're not um, influencing your decision emotionally. Because we are humans, we are always using our emotions and intentions, and sometimes that takes that can consume the best of us. And so to avoid having to cut yourself completely off from this person in a way that maybe you perhaps didn't want to unintentionally, it's always better to have a conversation with someone who has your best interests and can potentially help talk you off the ledge if needed, really thinking about why you're doing this. Um, And then going about how you're going to have this conversation with this person so that they're aware of what you're doing moving forward so that you're not leaving them kind of hanging, so to speak, um, and just ghosting them. And maybe for some people, ghosting is the way to go. I don't think that that's the best thing to do. But, you know, being polite and very direct and saying, you know, I've made some decisions in my life and I'm seeing the impact of the relationship that we've had and I've been looking at all the people in my circle. And at this time, I don't think it's best that we continue having this relationship. Ultimately, for my own mental health and my own well-being, I've made a decision to not continue conversing with you and, you know, connecting with you. And that, that what I just said, is a very direct um, and very cut and clear way of detaching and ending um, a relationship with someone. Excuse me, we're taking a sip of water. I think that it's always professional and politic and polite to do in person um, or at least have a conversation when you're going to do this. 
Um, I know some people in today's world, we use our phones to text people, but in the circumstances of what you're doing, I don't think that's the best course of action because sometimes text messages transfer energy that people may not understand or interpret inter or interpret correctly. So I don't encourage it that way. Um, and then, you know, those are two of the most direct answers and most direct examples that I can share with you. I think that if you're someone who's struggling to create boundaries around your health, um, boundaries around your well-being, boundaries around things that are personal to you, um, this is where you probably should have someone or a coach connect with you to be able to decipher some actions to create these boundaries. So the most common one I hear all the time is that I want to say no. I need to learn how to say no. I overcommit and I overdeliver or I overcommit and I underdeliver. So I need to learn how to say no. And this is, I would say, true to everyone that I probably pretty much come in contact with. I think that a lot of people before COVID, and I think generationally, we have a tendency of not knowing how to say no because we think that by saying no, that we're not going to be asked again or we're not going to um, be given an opportunity to continue in a journey that we're looking to continue on. Um, I'm drawing a blank here, so I'm stumbling upon my words a little bit, but I think we we always don't like to say no. And some people are very self-aware and able to, you know, be very, very direct and say, you know, at this time, I'm going to say no. I appreciate your, your interest in wanting to partner with me on blank, blah, 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 and just kind of move forward from that. But I think that for, for the purposes of how people are trying to move into a different direction, a mindset, um, saying no is okay. And you have to value what is most important to you to create that balance and to really implement that boundary. Um, there's, there's always going to be a fear that if you say no, that people aren't going to ask you to do things or they're not going to respect you. You have to respect yourself first and set the, the intention behind what it is that you're trying to achieve. And by valuing yourself and self-assessing and self-reflecting, that's going to help you be much, much more um, direct in how you're responding and what you're saying. Um, and the other thing I'll mention in regards to creating boundaries is how, how do you want to live your life? And that's a question, right? That is always the hard piece in the sense of boundaries are intended to create a clear and defined action in a situation or in an experience. And when you create these, I don't want to call them walls because I don't think that's the best way to describe it. But when you create boundaries, this is creating a healthy um, a healthy pattern for yourself. And unlike any other um, pattern, you know, I think they say it takes 21 days to um, change and create a healthy habit or create a new habit. 
And so it's just like, you know, if you set an alarm every day to get up at 7 in the morning, if you get up every single day at 7 in the morning for 21 days, your body will adjust and you'll be it'll be easier to get up after you've been doing it for a period of time. And so to develop a new habit, setting up boundaries and creating this boundary is is really intentional for you. And it's going to help ha- it's going to help you have a more clear and direct um relationship with yourself internally and externally and with people around you. Um, The other thing I'll mention is that we did not have any participants. So I'm switching gears earlier a little bit. I know that I was promoting a free month of coaching as a giveaway and we didn't have anybody that had entered into the contest, which is a little disappointing um, but you know, I get it. I don't know that people were paying attention to it. Maybe I didn't advertise it enough. Um, whatever it might be, it's not going to be the last um giveaway that I do. Uh, last year, late in the fall, I did a scholarship program for people to join in on three months of coaching. Um, I haven't decided if I'm going to do that yet because my plate is pretty full right now. Um, but I'm always looking to bring on new clients and new prospective clients to have conversations. So if you're if you're not sure about what coaching is like and what kind of coaching um, you're looking for, we can always jump on a discovery call to chat more about that and you know take a look at some options and packages that we can build together. Um, having said all that, I want to stop rambling because I feel like I had a clear. Um, vision for what I wanted to talk about today, which was setting boundaries and how to keep them and how to create them. And I feel like I've done most of that. I apologize for rambling a little bit. Um, I had all these wonderful thoughts in my head of what I was going to say. And I have to tell you that the last four or five weeks, I've felt like my brain isn't really working the way it used to. Um, I just met with my doctor today as a follow-up from my surgery. And I said to him, I was like, oh, my memory is shot. Like, I can't remember basic things that I was going to do or doing. And if I don't write it down, I'm not going to remember. Um, And his response was to talk to my primary. And, you know, he mentioned some things that I won't say here. um, But I'm a little concerned because I was fine before the surgery. And... Now I'm experiencing a little bit of memory loss, or at least short-term memory loss. So something I need to investigate and look into more. But um, I will create a really nice uh, show notes for this episode that may be a little bit more clear than my ramble, um, because I had some points in my head that I hope that I got to all of them. But like I said, I'm not remembering everything. So I apologize for that. At any rate, um, I can't wait for you to listen to the next episode. Um, Next week, we have two amazing, amazing episodes that I recorded. One is with my good friend, beautiful friend, Crystal Hicks. And the other one is with a yoga instructor. And we're talking about yoga and setting intentions and the art of meditation and what yoga can do. So I'm super excited for those two episodes. Um, Anyway, 
Thank you so much for always being here and showing up. I appreciate the love and I appreciate the support. This podcast is a space for everybody. And if you're ever looking for coaching and you want to connect with me, you know where to find me. Be sure to check out the show notes. And until next time. Hey, Chit Chatter. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. If you found value in today's episode, be sure to share it with the world. We welcome everyone for listening. And if you'd like, please go on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. Those reviews mean everything to me and they help the show grow, as well as for me to know what topics you want to hear from next. Be sure to go visit to coachingwithjoseamiguel.com or Coaching for Millennials for more up-to-date content, newsletters, blogs, information about coaching for life and career. Thank you so much for being a part of our magical world and for being part of this program. I can't wait to the next episode.